Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. I soon as it drops, we're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where. This rubble and dust is will be pushing it up. Somebody say, Everybody, happy Thursday, and a happy Thursday it is. It's the Grizzlies win, the Grizzlies win, the Grizzlies win. Uh, finally, finally, finally win a game at FedEx Forum, defeating the Utah Jazz last night, 105-91. We'll talk about that, of course. We will also have Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock, who was there uh, sitting next to me at the game and um, we will play Writer Than Right trivia. Jeffrey, how are you feeling about that today? You continue, you continue, I have to say, by the way, Josephine's arrival yeah. on the scene. It hasn't distracted me. Has not thrown mm-hmm. you off or your performance. It's very been, it's been very impressive the way that you've been. I'm curious to know, in. you know, obviously, Jeff, we had we had the holiday last last week. I'm curious to know if that hurt me because that was uh that was sometimes a, when you like the bye week, you don't want the bye week. Yeah, you, you you're know, playing too well. You're playing you, you, you just know, want the next game. Rest versus rust, you know. I, I, I don't know if I'm typically someone that needs the rest. I, I, I usually just need the reps. We will play uh, writer than right trivia in the second hour. All you have to do is be writer than Jeffrey, but since you won't that won't that's not happening. Um you uh you just have to play honorably and if you can do that to our discernment, we can't tell exactly if you're playing honorably, but we have a pretty clear sense. 
And um, if you can manage to play honorably uh, or defeat Jeffrey on the off chance you defeat Jeffrey, you will win a fabulous prize. Jeffrey, what is the fabulous prize? Jeff, we got another double prize. You'll see. You'll have two tickets to go see Trans Siberian Orchestra on December fourteenth at the Forum, as well as two tickets to Nine Hundred One Wrestling on Saturday. Something for everybody. Little double, little prize. double prize, baby. Have you ever seen Trans Siberian? I wonder how long that thing. It is a, certainly a holiday tradition at this point, right? Yeah, the thing that I've always you know the backstory. What is? How did the Trans Siberian Orchestra come to be? How did it? come to play Christmas music? Did it? Was it conjured up only to play Christmas music? What, what, are, they, are they actually Siberian? I don't think Trans-Siberia is, is a place. Is there some connection to Siberia? Uh, no, it is an American rock band formed in 1996 by producer, composer, and lyricist Paul O'Neill, so uh-huh. not the baseball player. Not the baseball player. And brought together, uh, who brought together John Olivia and Al Petrelli, they were members of the band Sabotage. Uh, Sabotage, of course, does does a hot. I think that show. were weren't they metal? Yeah, of course. No, um, is is um, it, 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 were, did they exist to do Christmas music? It appears that or they they they, they originally niche? like they wanted to do like massive arena rock with the whole. Right. Spectacle. And it, but they decided to do it. And like, then, is it, do they do non-Christmas? Like, do they exist outside of Christmas? Uh, yes, because they've also done, like, they also do classical music. Like, they'll do, like, Beethoven and, and whatnot. It's interesting how you find your niche in life. There's a, the New York Times had a story on the weekend, over the weekend, about flow. You know, flow from Progressive. Yes. Right? And how much do you think flow makes a year? Probably about two million bucks. Well, she didn't say exactly. Her name, by the way, is Stephanie Courtney. Okay, and Stephanie Courtney um, wanted to be an actor, right? She, the, she, well, she is an actor. She, she is an actor, but I mean, she wanted to be a stage and sure. film actor, right? She goes and she, yeah, she absolutely is an actor. In fact, the, the way it is described in the New York Times, she is one of the most successful female actors in, in yes. the country today. I guarantee she's one of the best paid. Right, and and they they speculate that she makes ten million a year. Yeah, because I remember remember when they it, it, would used that to, be remember they used satisfying. To would that be? Oh, I don't care what if if you pay me ten million dollars. <laughs> yes, but if you set out to be, she also still is it the Groundlings? Is that yep, the name? That's of the, the that's the improv. She group. still does comedy. She sketches mm-hmm. for the Groundlings. So she also is she also is. Scratching her creative itch by doing um, by doing sketch comedy sketches, but yeah, like what a gig she has. Let me ask you this: We talk about how much football coaches get paid, right? Yeah. And if like college. if Ryan college football, if if Ryan went off to Indiana, mm-hmm. right? Well, that doesn't appear. Uh, I have everybody every sitting down for this. <laughs> it's not, are they, have they figured out who they're hiring? So we have. We got a dueling sources. We've got one one saying that they've who knew multiple sources would even be interested. Correct. In we've got, like, yes, we've go got ahead. one source saying that the JMU guy uh, is going to get the gig, and then uh, another source saying that Paul Chris, the former Wisconsin coach, coach would get the gig. Um, anyway, we talk about like, are they really worth? You know, you pay four million dollars. Mm-hmm. To a coach because that's the rate you right. pay a coach. But how many actually? Most are just mediocre. That's what they are. Yeah. 
They're, they don't elevate your program and they don't tank yeah. your program. They just they, they just do what yeah. they do, and yet they make $4 million. And by, not so differently than once upon a time they were making $300,000. They mm-hmm. also just made your program exist. Yes. Um, I thought one of, I want to put a next segment I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about what coaches get paid relative to what players get in the NIL because I heard you talking about this yesterday with Mark. I thought it was a fascinating conversation relative to the NFL, for example, right? Um, right the, the disparity. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 the way that works. But anyway, um, so the question is, is flow. Yes. Does she raise the franchise? Does she transform the progressive program in a way that um, um, your average college football coach she More doesn't even, or less. She doesn't even transform progressive in the way that Dr. Rick does. Is he also progressive? Oh, yeah. No, no. But you're wrong about that. The numbers... Oh, the, yeah, he, there's no way he makes as much money as she does. She's no, been no. doing it longer. Right, but the numbers in terms of... Engagement and whatnot. What progressive has happened to their business since they started yeah. using Flow are staggering. Yeah. Most people, when before Flow started, even if they had their insurance from progressive... Mm-hmm didn't know that they bought it from Progressive. Sure. They, they didn't even, they didn't even, the I would imagine that's true for register. a lot of insurance though. And, um, cause most people are buying insurance from like a local agent and they are, um, and it's now wildly successful and they keep reinventing flow. And yeah, the speculation, she didn't give the number. The speculation was that she makes 10 million a year. And I just imagine that the trans spice, I'd be an orchestra people, Flo didn't expect to grow up and be the progressive Correct. representative. But, she, but she's glad now. Makes a handsome living doing it. Yeah, right? I always think about when David Cross, people used to make fun of him for being in the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, and he goes, I bought a beach house in <laughs> with that money. Yeah, it's a, um, it's, it's sort of a remarkable, and then it's, a, yeah, the same thing with the Transfires Siberian Orchestra people. There's a piece well, here. Let me, let me, let me. I've always wondered, do they have multiple touring versions because what's always been curious to me is I feel like every single year we get them right in the sweet spot of when you want to see Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is in like a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks before Christmas. Um, Anyway. Oh, we're giving away tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's how it started. We're giving away tickets to the Trans-Siberian Orchestra if you can uh, either compete honorably against Jeffrey or somehow, somehow best him. So Chris Harrington, straight up 10 o'clock, righty than right trivia after that. We do have a lot to get to, including the Viz- the Grizzlies' victory last night. Um, Jeffrey, watching from your couch, yep. I will ask you this question. What was the key to this victory? Utah not making shots. Utah made 41% of their three-pointers. In the second half. They count just as much. The game. I feel like the game. So you're not you're not crediting the key as anything the Grizzlies did. No, I think the Grizzlies played. Like they played. They played like like it was Game Seven, which is what I we've been arguing they should be doing. The if you want to be a cynic, you can certainly argue that the key to this victory was the Utah Jazz, yeah. was the opponent, right? Like the Grizzlies 
were favored in that game last mm-hmm. night. Uh, we talked about it yesterday. It may have started at five and a half and been bet down no, I mean, they, they covered by the widest margin of the year. But either way, they were favored last night um, uh, You know, over a, a bad Utah team that had won one road game. It was against the Grizzlies, and this time was missing its best player in Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. So um, you can start with the fact that they had the right opponent. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be cynical <coughs> or uh, worried, you can say that in the next eight games without Ja, I think I put in my column, I, I went back and dipped in uh, to be a sports writer last night again. You can read that column over at the Daily Memphian. I've tweeted it out um, that I believe they will be in their next eight games. The, that's the eight more without D, without without Ja, that they will be favored in at most two of those games. Yeah, I think that's fair. And the only ones where they might be are at Detroit. And Houston Detroit, at home. And then Houston at home. Yeah. Right, so, uh, so yeah, they were spo- they literally were supposed to win last mm-hmm. night, and they did. So, one of the keys was the opponent. Um, another key could be the lineup change. Right, they inserted David Roddy and Derrick Rose into the starting lineup. Um, Jacob Gilliard didn't play, and they Sa- moved Zaire and um, Sa- 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 Santi, Santi back, and yeah. Santi came off the bench. Um, and here's the thing. I think given the way both of those players then played, David Roddy and D. Rose were mm-hmm. both terrific. Yeah. That lineup change was um, was really important. But you know what? I remember when moving Jacob Gilliard into the lineup yeah, was, was the key effective. to get them yeah. playing better. You know what I mean? Like, I remember when, oh... Starting Santi was like the the way the, sure st- that was that was going to be the key to to making them play better. We're Sa- gonna- Santi had an all time line. I think we just need to get used to having three seven footers on the floor, <laughs> right? So like I so th- that was a key for last night. It may not be the key, you know. It may not be the key when David Roddy goes uh, three for thirteen. Yeah, right. It, I mean, it, it helped that he went five of nine from three. Yeah, I mean they were both so so, but but very clearly. You got his energy last night, and Derrick Rose. It was a roll. It was a roll back the clock mm-hmm. night. Um, I thought you you mentioned the the desperation which which they played. Um, some of that, you know, we saw Derrick Rose uh, beat the Jazz to a loose ball, which turned into a bucket. We saw Zaire Williams beat the Jazz to a loose ball, which turned into a bucket. Like they were playing the way they had to play, the way this team has to play to win, which is with desperation, with an edge, with a sense of, like, we, we have to outwork you because we can't out-talent you, even this Utah team. Um, so anyway, so the lineup could be another one. Um, the lineup change could be another key to victory. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr.? Yeah. I mean, he, I, he looked like he had more energy. I mean, to me, that was kind of a big story of the last week or so is the fact that, like, I didn't love his body language, and last night he he looked a lot better. Yeah, he said he uh, Taylor Jenkins said he talked to uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron uh, had six blocks, twenty points, and six blocks. He was the Black Panther again last night, first time since the opener when he had four or more blocks. So here's the thing: you had your two stars were both excellent. It wasn't a big scoring night for Desmond Bain. He had 17 points and uh, and but nine assists. 
So he was good. Jaron Jackson Jr. was excellent with 20 points and six blocks and six rebounds. Excellent. So you had two your two stars being excellent. You had your other starters um, with Roddy, a career-high five three-pointers. He was five of nine from three, 19 points, 7-11, highly efficient from the field. Um, and Derrick Rose, who's been really good lately, by the way, um, uh, Derek Rose played 27 minutes, 7 of 11, 14 points. So you had your two stars be good. Your other starters were good. And then you had, <clears throat> you know, a couple of really good performances, productive performances off the bench. Zaire is 6 of 8, 15 points. Um, Santi, uh, 11 points, 4 of 9. He took a while to adjust to his new role off the bench. And Vince Williams didn't give any points, but he gave you a bunch of rebounds and energy and everything else. So you had literally... Everything. Like, you, you had the recipe, and you had a crappy opponent. Yeah. And so, now, you could have, like, you're not you're not going to get all those things on a given night. Right. Like, can you get both of the stars being stars on a given night? Sure. Sure. Or, or being really good. Like, neither one of them went off. You can, It's reasonable to expect that kind of performance from those two players on a given night. Is it reasonable to expect that David Roddy... And Santi will go 13 of 19? Probably not. It's just not. Right? It's just it's just not. Um, and so, um, but you got that. And Derek Rose, 7 of 11? Like, it, this was, you draw it up perfectly here, right? Like, mm-hmm. perfectly. And then, um, and then your crappy opponent. That, even if all those good things happen, it may not be good enough to beat the Mavs or the Suns on the on the upcoming road trip. Right. But it should be good enough to beat Detroit. Detroit. It should be good enough to beat Houston once at least. It should be good enough to get you do that and you got you'll get a you know, three more wins before Ja comes back. If you have this kind of night from this group of players. Um but it does show, even in victory, still really the thin difficult. margin of error. Yeah. Like, what What are these? Like, the, the energy you want to think, I, we can count on that. That's something we should be able to count on. That for eight more games, you guys, you play with a intensity, a level of desperation that um, that, that, that will, is sort of the starting point. But I don't think you can necessarily count on the other things. Um and some of them on any given night, and you certainly can't on playing on the Jazz without Laurie Markkinen. Yeah. So, do you? Do you? It's funny when we talked to Chris Harrington about Marcus Smart's rant the other day. He said, "He said, uh, well, we'll we'll know if it worked, you know, when we see him play Utah." And then he said, "No, no, no, we won't know if we worked. We'll." We'll decide, looking back retrospectively, that we thought it worked or didn't. If they lose, we'll say, yeah, well, that's because Marcus Smart demoralized them with his rant. If yeah. they win, and it may, honestly, what happened last night may have nothing to do with Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. But I do think, don't you, that the combination of Derek Rose saying the things he has said lately, Marcus Smart saying the things he's said lately, the, the you know, they've been doing these in practice. All they've been doing is talking about communication, which, by the way, is worrisome to me. If you start talking about communication, it means things are, there are things to fix around communication. Glad you're doing it, but it means 
we aren't communicating well as a group. No, I, I've I told Mark yesterday. I view it as when you bring the offensive coordinator down from the booth to the field. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's right. like, oh boy, it's like when you go Matt for, Canada. It, Matt it's, Canada. It's like, yeah, that's the first sign. Of it's like, like when yeah. you go for couples counseling. Yeah. It, you, you should do it. If yeah. you're not communicating right, right. We're, well we're as not, a couple, you should do it. Again. But it suggests you're not in a great place. Correct. You know? All this, well, you guys got to communicate better. Right. Um, and so it wasn't a good sign. And then the mere ignominy, the, 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 the fact of the embarrassing losing streak, which everybody understood. Mark Ivoroni's Grizzlies never opened up with eight straight home losses. Uh, Sidney Lowe's Grizzlies never opened up with eight straight home losses. Um, the ex- the very first expansion year Grizzlies didn't open up with eight straight home losses. They were embarrassed even before Marcus Smart told them they should be embarrassed. Uh-huh. And so I do think all of that contributed to the night of desperation, right? Yes. Can it? Can it last, or should we just should we just celebrate last night? for being a night when we could finally celebrate when the proverbial monkey got off the old back. And, um, or can we say, oh, uh, this is the, the, and this gives us some recipe going forward. Yeah, I'm more the, the former. I think so, too. Like, uh, again, does that mean they can't repeat that formula again on another night? Sure, that's entirely possible. But I think last night was the classic, like, the Grizzlies were very aware they needed to have that game, and it showed. But you just you, if they if they bring that same level of intensity and effort into every game. Well, I mean the other question until is, John I mean, returns, does it is it, it can can Derek play all nine games? Right. Can he play like Derek? By the way, slipped out. He was great last night. Yeah, he was. He was great. He slipped out uh, before the media got in, so we did not pull to Zebo. Get to. T- I don't think Debo Zebo often did that. Zebo was Zebo would do the guy. weight. Zebo would do the weight. Yeah, Zebo was late. No, Tony. Uh, Tony. Tony was the Tony slip out. would sometimes. Tony slip was the slip out move. Um, uh, Jason Williams would would uh, would would certainly slip out. He was often gone before we got back there. But Derek Rose slipped out last night. That's fine. Whatever. Um, would have would have. I think you know would have would have liked to t- talk to him about his big night. But more important that he did what he did. Um, all right. Well, let's let's stop there then. Okay. In terms of the celebrating, we agree night to celebrate. Like it was. It was palpable. No, and it was good to see, like, at a certain point, like, no one wants to... If you've ever been on a team that really sucks, it's miserable. That's the thing. It's just miserable. And the... the uh, This is one of my, one of my observations, because I spent some time before the game walking around talking to people. And it is interesting how the medium shapes the message. On social media... And on this radio show, even, um, you, he, there's been anger, right? There's particularly on social media. There's been anger about no the Grizzlies and blaming and all of that. <clears throat> and there is, I'm not saying there isn't that in the real world, because there is some of it. And I'm not saying there isn't actually blame to go around, because there is. Uh, well, there's plenty of that. There's, there's plenty of it to go around. My experience in talking to Grizzlies fans last night, and I talked to a bunch, was more of just sadness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's, sure, a bu- it's just a bummer. It's just, they were so, we've had so much fun with this franchise and with it, this iteration of the franchise. It has been such fun. And honestly, what really characterized them 
was joy, right? Like, they were good. They were kicking ass. But the way that they posed for the team pictures and the, like, we, and they then they shared that joy with the whole community. And for it to go from where it was two years ago to where it is now is shocking so quickly. We have had bad years before with this franchise. There have been five years, I think, when they've won between 20 and 30 games. There's been bad years, and but most of them have been expected. The only one that was the only bad year that was a surprise was David. the year that David Fisdale got fired. And even then, people didn't expect them to win, but most of the win totals were around 40 games, and then they were... They they turned out to be crap. And remember that team, that team. It was like the the limping home. Remember oh, they the, started. Yeah, they they started out. Um, they started out fine. I actually think they won a, uh, more than half of their you know whatever. By the time they got to this stage of the season, but anyway. So most the point is is that it's not just that the team is is this bad. It's this bad so jarringly fast. Like it's what. We were just having fun with this team, like a blast. It was literally the most fun team in the league, and it became the least fun team in the league somehow in the span of a year. And I think people just missed it, and people felt sad. And so I would walk around talking to people, and that's what they would express. Honestly, much less interested in casting blame. There was one guy who, uh, and I I understand this too, I was walking along the uh, courtside, and he's a fan, a season ticket holder, and he said, Jeff, do we have a plan? Can you at least tell me, do they have a plan? And, like, what do you say to that? I said, yeah, I actually think this may not be what you want to hear about the plan, but I think the plan is get Ja back, get Marcus back, see what you have, and go from there. I think that is the plan. Don't you think that's the plan? Yeah. Yeah, may, I may not, but you want is a plan. Maybe you want some injection of a new player or something, but I don't think that's the plan. The plan is... Let's get our guys back and see what we have. So there was one guy who was palpably angry when I talked to him or frustrated. But then when I asked him to go on the record, he said, yeah, I, I'll just say things I regret. So he, even he felt sort of bad about being sure. angry. Most people were just like, we, we love the Grizzlies. We love being here. We love being – we love the season ticket holders. They all have their little communities and their little season ticket where they live. Yeah, yeah. it's your, your have, section crew. Their section crew. Now, some people are sad that they can't. Resell their tickets for any money. I was I was talking to someone yesterday, who uh, she literally tried to sell her Celtics tickets and way below face and couldn't unload them. Yeah, and that was against the Celtics. She said nobody bought them. I it wasn't go. Sunday. Nobody bought them. Um, so I, but I think mostly I think the anger part gets if you're on social media gets. that's what we tend to hear. I think mostly there's just sadness. And so to have a day when the players looked happy, when the, you were able to cheer for the team, when the streamers never have streamers gotten so much attention, by the way, when the streamers fell, um, you know, I, I saw the TV crew had streamers around their necks as the post game show, whatever else. Like it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was a glass of water for a parched man. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that was great. Streamers, by the way, there there's some thought. Like, there's a lot of jokes about the dust. You know, the dust mm-hmm. on those streamers. The, it's not how it works. Of course, they reload the streamers. You know, every whatever they check before the game. They make sure the streamers are done, and then they, they haven't had a check this year. And then, 
uh, and then they um, and then they uh, they wait till the game is official. They give the signal that the game is official. The officials have to signal Correct. the game is official, and then they signal the ops guy. He pushes the button, and the streamers fall. So I think mostly last night was a night to celebrate, and a night of re- grand relief for everybody involved: players, coaches, fans, everybody. I don't think there's some recipe they found last night that's going to help them for the next eight games unless it's like play with fury, right? If you don't do that, you got no shot. Yeah, but it's it was more than just intensity. I mean, it was, you know, the Grizzlies hitting 13 threes that's in the, the game. Thing, like is that is the the the, the thing that's that's difficult is is that a lot of the ways you won Depended on a your opponent, yeah, not a very good opponent missing its best player, and then it depended on David Roddy going seven of eleven, five for nine. It it depended on uh, Derrick Rose playing seven twenty seven minutes and going seven of eleven with nine assists. It depended on Zaire Williams going six of eight, three of three from three. You counting on that? It depended not every night. on uh, and so. Um, so I, I hope this new starting lineup change uh, works, but I hoped the starting lineup change when they put Gilliard in, because remember that was going to create more order. They then functioned as a basketball team because he's a true point guard. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope that was going to work. I hope that's putting Santi in the starting lineup because uh, he's got more juice. and He's I, better. Uh, and he's better. Yes, he's better. I hope that was going to work. Um, and maybe they will, and maybe it'll work for a time. I believe Mark told me it's their seventh starting lineup of the month. Yeah, he he said that in the media room. Um, so um, will this will there I, this, will this be the last starting lineup before Ja returns? I'm going to bet no because I don't. <laughs> Something get tweaked. Well, I just also don't think Derek's going to play the remaining all eight. Like, start, you're, you're exactly right. There's good, probably back. There's some backs, yeah. backs in there. Uh, he's been terrific. Um, so there you go. Um, all right, we uh, we do have a whole lot of things, other things to get to. Uh, I will tell you if you want to uh, if you want to take your family out for a festive dinner uh, during this holiday season, Bounty on Broad would be spectacular. Dan Barron uh, took his family uh, recently, and he sent me a picture, and it kind of inspires the picture. It's a beautiful place, family style. They serve the food family style, and so you get these Brussels sprouts, you get the lamb shank with gouda grits, or you get the Fried oysters, or you get the pork belly confit, or whatever you get, whatever the, the fries, the the fries with all sides of that they have the bounty fries with bacon and cheese, <laughs> all sorts of healthy things on them. Absolutely delicious. It's a joyous place. It is Bounty on Broad four one zero eight one three one two five one nine Broad Avenue. Back in a moment, it's Jeff Gawkin Show ninety two nine FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm PJ Glasser with Beck QL. Denver Broncos travel to Houston this week to take on the Texans in a game with massive playoff implications. The Broncos are three and a half point underdogs, and this line doesn't make much sense to me. The Jaguars were just two point favorites at Houston, and the Texans lost. Now Houston is three and a half point favorites to the hottest team in football. I think Houston wins, but this game is going to be close. Take Denver plus the points. I'm PJ Glasser. Bet smarter and beat the books with Beck QL, and download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Brought to you by Health Markets. Health Markets makes it easier to shop for health insurance. Health Markets searches and compares plans, which could save you time and money. Stop by licensed insurance agent Todd Rainey's office across from the Agri Center to discover plans for health, dental, vision, and more. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Henry Winkler. My eyes are very important to me. My eyes connect me with things I love. I loved my late father-in-law dearly. He always lit up a room, but his vision dimmed with age. He had age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. And since partnering with Apellus, I've learned there's an advanced form of the disease called geographic atrophy, or GA. His struggle with vision loss made me want to help others know about GA's warning signs. For some, straight lines seem wavy, like when looking at a doorframe. For others, blurry or missing spots can make it hard to read or see loved ones' faces. Many have trouble seeing in low light, making driving at night difficult. GA gets worse over time and cannot be reversed. If you've been diagnosed with AMD and notice vision changes, don't wait. Talk to your eye doctor about GA today. Learn more at gawontwait.com. That's gawontwait.com. Are you feeling the pinch of rising mortgage payments now that your COVID forbearance has come to an end? If it's more than you can financially handle, reach out to Jen Karstensen and Live Love Memphis at the Real Estate Agency today. They understand everyone's situation is unique and are here to help you explore your options to take advantage of the equity you've built. Before you sell to an investor, you owe it to yourself to make sure you're not giving the house away. Call them today at 901-652-5200 or email at at sold at live love memphis
www.robertirwinsjewelers.com. Hey, everybody. It's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, or online at rijewelers.com. Robert Irwin Jewelers. Lowe's knows how to save pros time and money. Right now, get up to 40% off vanities. Visit us in-store or online for more deals. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Valid 11.30 through 12.6, while supplies last. Selection varies by location. Yep, temperatures dropping, but the NFL offers are getting hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. This is a good one. That's $150. If your team wins, just take the heavy favorite this week. Why not? Turn that $5 into $150 with the money line win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, come on in. There's no better time to get in on the action than right now. Take advantage of these offers. The app's easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, the entire range, basically. Basically, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. FanDuel's got a ton of great promotions. Pre-made SGPs for the newbies. Come on in. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith and kick off the NFL season. That's J-S-M-I-T-H. It's only on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL and of 929FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is now withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9. Gillette Intimate Trimmer gives you a gentle, easy way to trim your pubic region. Or you could try waxing. Nope. From America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. The best a man can get down there. Buy Gillette Intimate at a retailer near you. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great, but with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. My dad has a cold, but also has high blood pressure. That's why I got him Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure for fast, powerful nighttime relief. Unlike some ordinary cold medicines, it's specially formulated for people like my dad. NyQuil High Blood Pressure is sugar-free, alcohol-free, and decongestant-free. Vicks NyQuil High Blood Pressure. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, cold, and flu for people with high blood pressure. Like my dad. Medicine. Use it directed. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holla deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in store only. See associate for details. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial grade supplies for every industry with same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
It's football season, and the NFL is in full effect on the free Odyssey app. We're heading into the final stretch of the regular season, and the playoff picture is starting to come into focus. Whatever team you're rooting for, the free Odyssey app has you covered with the local talk and your team's podcasts. Plus, listen to play-by-play of every Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night game from Westwood One. If you're looking for the NFL, it's all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today and search for your favorite team. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. It's Thursday. That means there's Thursday Night Football Seahawks-Cowboys. Pretty good one uh, tonight. Looked a lot better a couple weeks ago. Yeah, looked better a couple weeks ago. Um, what was this? Was it a Seahawks 49ers game that exposed? It was a Seahawks game that I said, this could be a good one. And he's like, no, well, that was not going to be one. Seahawks, that was last Thursday oh. on Thanksgiving. That was the, that was yeah, the nightcap. Yeah, no, but there was an earlier Seahawks game. Rams, you, maybe? maybe there was when something. the Rams, like, like, yeah, when they're, not, they're not what we hoped. Or certainly what people in Seattle hope. Anyway, here's the point. You can place a three-leg same-game parlay over at FanDuel. And if you win, you win. If you don't win, you get bonus bets back. And that's for new users and existing users. Seahawks, Cowboys, three-leg same-game parlay. You can make your own, or you can. they have these same-game parlays pre-built over on their top-rated sportsbook app. It's FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash Calkins is the promo code. C-A-L-K-I-N-S. So you don't miss out on your chance uh, to get bonus bets back. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. Refund issues, non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund, five bucks unless otherwise specified restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1 800 889 9789. It was Co- the Ravens game. Couple more. That was it. 37 3. That was good. That was it. Couple more things about the Grizzlies uh, last night before we wrap that up. One, there was, of course, the MLG and W or whatever. It wasn't MLG. We'd blame Just the MLG. lights. No, the I, lights went out. Yeah. The lights went out. I didn't get to the bottom of why. Uh, it was only four it's minutes. It's also not all the lights. It was it was dim. It was all of a sudden dim in there. You know, just more evidence why they need five hundred fifty million for that new mm-hmm. arena, and we hope that gets oh, buttoned they, down. Are we getting woke now? <laughs> no, maybe the are you, you think they're, they're connected some dots. Just, no, no, I'm, no, I don't think that's what. I don't. I they don't, put a little pressure. I don't think that's what happened at all. There is plenty of pressure, implicit pressure, anytime in a major league franchise needs a new arena, um, and. Uh, and if, for the record, I I trust and hope that uh, that the community will get a refurbished arena. Um, also, from last night, I looked at the standings, Jeffrey. They are only still eight games to go till Jobs return. Four games back of 
the play-in. How many do you think they will be? I know you, your focus is on how many teams are between Correct. them and the play-in. But just from a teams, pure yeah. math perspective, how many games will they be out of the play-in when Ja returns? I'm going to say five and a half. That's good. You think they only drop another game and a half in the next eight? Yeah, I think that's probably fair. In order to do that, they'd have to win three anyway, don't you think? How many of the next eight do you think they can win? It's more of I, I, if okay. I'm gonna. It's more do, of like do, I'm gonna offer you three, Jeffrey. Oh well, duh. Now <laughs> you're, you're taking it. Yeah, they go three and five, Jeff. That's that's dramatically better winning percentage than you have. Uh, they're not even winning one out of five right now. Right. <laughs> Okay. Three out of five is a three hundred percent increase. They unlocked, but now Marcus Smart has yelled at them. Yeah, yeah, and so they're inspired. No, if you give, uh, I will, and their communication do is I have much to tip better. You for they three keep out of five? yelling, talk to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, man, or so I don't know. So, um, uh, you think five and a half? Help, help, help. Five and a half. There's hope, but as you point out, the problem is, is the teams right now. How many teams are between them and tenth? So between them and 10th is Portland, Utah. You can pass Portland. You can pass Utah. Golden State. That'll be trickier. That's it. Those are the only teams between them and 10th. Correct. Plus then you got to knock the 10th team out, which Correct. is. And, and you'd have to knock out another team. So either Houston. No, just the 10th. So you're basically going to have to 10th. knock out two of these three. I guess we could say three of these. Or, uh, you, all you have to do is get to 10th. I don't need you to get to 9th. So. Right. But what I'm saying is Golden State's at 11. Okay. You got to. Yep, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta beat them. You gotta pass them. Correct. So you have to pass two to get to eleven. Uh-huh. So you're gonna have to pass a third team to also get to ten. Right. Exactly. And who's now in tenth? The Clippers. The Clippers are right now the last Correct. team in the plan. So you'd have to knock out the Clippers too. Yes. The Clippers, the Warriors, the Rockets, the Rockets, and then the Pelicans. But the Rockets are in ninth. Correct. Oh, I see. I'm, I'm counting the teams that yes. you have to pass. Anyway, never mind. Uh, so there you go. All right. Enough of the Grizzlies. Congratulations. All they do is win, 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 mm. no matter what, what, what. Hottest team in the league. Uh, it was also a fascinating game, uh, fascinating night in college basketball, and a night that was very good for uh, not good. my son Peter, but very good for the Memphis Tigers. Good couple of nights. As uh, Arkansas upends Duke. In front of 20,344, 8275. You know what? Uh, Nolan Richardson was in the building. Uh, the place is absolutely rocking. Uh, with the return of Bobby Petrino, it felt like old times. It, it feels did. like old times there in Fayetteville, doesn't it? It was, it was a pinch me moment when you watched Arkansas fans chanting Bobby Petrino's name. Like that is like a that is a you got, if you're gonna do it you gotta embrace it. If right? I didn't love this sport, it's like if you're gonna if do you were it, just reading about college football in a history book, that's that's all you need to know right there. That's right there. That's all you need to know. Eric Musselman gets his hundredth win. Oh no, no, kept his shirt Mark on either. Kept his shirt on. Uh, good for him. Chandler Lawson uh, eight rebounds uh, in the effort and and a and a bunch of blocks. He was good. Um, I of course didn't see any of it because I was at the Grizzlies yeah. game, but um, and I and and as as a new Duke supporter, I by the way, I want you to get that applause thing ready. Yesterday, I paid my last college tuition ever. 
Thank you. Thank you. Peter's got one more semester. Ben's done. Andrew's done. And then if you've also, like, we did a blend of public school and private school. So I did a lot of public school, but I also did uh, a bunch of private school. And uh, if I count, the, if I add up the money that I've why, spent why on education. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would I do that? Except for it's just fantastic. I'm done. Now, there are those who argue that that you're not, you, you shouldn't be responsible for your kid's college education. Where do you come down on that? Is it, in other words, is it a parent's duty to help their kids or to pay for their kids college education? I do not think if any of my kids go to graduate school, hundred percent, that's on them. Just like for me, I paid for my law school, sure. but I didn't pay for my college. I'm lucky that way. I'm in fact, hate to use this word privileged because uh, my parents paid for my college. Yeah. I, I paid for that, my life. I think what complicates this question now is the rate of education has increased and outpaced so much. It's like seven times. Like Crazy. what the action. So the cost of education is insane. Now of a higher education is insane. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there and point the finger at if there's parents out there. That, no, and, like, and man, here's it, the truth. It's, a, it's a choice. If like you, if you can afford it, yeah. I think it's obviously it, it. You know, you 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 help your kids to the extent you can. I guess I would, I would be a little critical of the parent who, you know, buys a new Lincoln Navigator every year. Right. I mean, that, and that's says, the, "Kid, you're on your own." Like, or goes off to you know, to to Fiji every now. Uh, I whatever, do think there says, is. Kid, you're on your own. That I, I might think there's seem a legitimate place priorities. I think there's so that's like I think back to my fraternity big brother, his his. His dad certainly could have afforded, his parents were divorced, but his dad certainly could have afforded and helped out a little. That's probably more about the intermarital. Yeah, I'm sure. Screw you. I'm not paying for Andrew or whatever his name is, right? It's not really about Andrew. You're just trying to get get back at your ex. Another one of the disciples. Um, Um, So, uh, but I do think, I do think if you pay for your own school, you do take it more seriously. Well, that's an interesting perspective. And Claire, who I now call my fiance, congratulations. Um, she, uh, she she was, waited until after you got done paying. She would no, she didn't. She was of the view that, um, like she played basketball at Austin P, and so she got herself a scholarship, and she thought that was her duty. Yeah, and she honestly expected her kids to go get scholarships, like one way, shape, or form. So in her family, it was like. You know, we'll support you to the extent we can, and we'll send you a you know hundred dollars every month if we can, or whatever else to help you buy whatever. But we want you to go out and get a scholarship, and she did. She went to junior college first, and then she played at Austin P. The Big Jeff route, um, and uh, and 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 away she went, and paid her own way. And I do think there's something admirable about that. Anyway, I didn't. My kids did not pay their own way. A- Andrew practically did because UT Chat was cheap, and he got a lot of scholarships. But uh, I paid off my Your last. Son. I paid <laughs> off my last uh, tuition uh, on the same day that Duke goes down and loses to Arkansas. Shout out to Arkansans who uh, sound like they had a big old time last night, and that certainly helps the University of Memphis. Uh, also, last night, you had St. Joe's upending Villanova. Villanova has the weirdest-ass uh, results right now. Their losses, they've got wins over... Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and obviously, they 
DeMar, yes, you know, uh, crushed Memphis. I think Tech, Texas Tech was their other and one. And they lose to uh, St. Joe's, 78-65. to 65 and <laughs> This 10. one at home. That's a uh, big five game. Uh, is it the big six? Whatever. Big five it's, game. Yeah, it's part of the Philly schools. Whatever. The, it's, the, it's like there are throughout the record book, all that stuff. But still, um, here's the truth, though. I think you want the teams you beat. It's more important that the teams that you beat look really super impressive that a team, than a team like Villanova that's not going to be bad gets another win. I think of the, of the things that just have happened last night, you should celebrate Arkansas, if you're a Memphis fan, more than bemoaning what happened to Villanova. Don't you agree? Yeah, the, the, the key is like you don't want those teams to lose to like quad four teams. Right, exactly. Uh, you also had um, you had two two future opponents, Virginia, correct, uh, beats A and M. That was a bit of an upset, and uh, and unrelated. I was telling Mark because they don't have the nerve to play Memphis. You have UT. You know, maybe what you should do is UT lost three straight all to like elite teams. Yeah, maybe you should play the Memphis Tigers. Uh, they lose 100 to 92 to UNC. UNC in the first half put up 61 flipping. They couldn't miss points. That must have sent Rick Barnes around the bend. I mean, th- that was one of those games where it's like I got excited to watch it because like I was like, oh man, pretty good hoops night. Like, really good hoops pretty, night. And pretty Dalton good Connect hoops is night. Tremendous. And then I'm sitting Rolled there watching like the in the first like 10 minutes, like, all right, what else is next? They were up by by twenty. They scored sixty in the first half. Sixty one in the first half. And by the way, even with that, giving up a hundred uh, to UNC last night, a UNC team that could not miss. Tennessee is still third in the country in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. That's a good defensive team. They just got lit up. It, it, all, it was elite shot making too. That's I mean, they, were they just it got lit like, up. Like it's to some extent, it's like a little bit the first half against Villanova. Yes, you know, like it that can happen to you. Yes, and then you compound it. Like the Villanova game was compounded by not only were they hitting shots, you were not. Um, and then you had the bizarre story from Louisville. Louisville playing Bellarmine. Is that how you pronounce yes, it? Bellarmine. I think that's how I've always said. Tyler it. Johnson uh, initially was really it was unclear whether he was going to play. Uh, because, quote, uh, this is from the head coach, we did not know, we did not have the tights that he wanted, so he did not know if he wanted to play. So, can't expect a man to go out there and play with the wrong tights. I I saw some people ripping, uh, paying for this. I, I took it as, like, this is, like, this is the reality of, you think, you think, like we have all these conceptions of like what coaching is and isn't. It's more this times is the crap than you this deal is, with. This is this is what it is. Can you imagine that? Like, yes, you get this head coaching job at Louisville, the, your dream, everything else, and you're dealing with a dude who doesn't want to play because he has the wrong tights. To which I believe. And so basically, he just told the world, "This is the crap I deal with." Yes. Now, like you can do the whole keep it in the house. Like, I, I don't know. I, I'm totally fine with it. It's like this is where we are. This is where we are. Uh, other matters to discuss. Uh, we do have further uh, portal news. Riley Leonard, uh, Duke quarterback. This is a bad day for Duke, by the way, although I think people expected him to leave. He is headed out into the portal, uh, rumored to be headed to Notre Dame. Uh, they seem to like ACC quarterbacks yeah. at Notre Dame. It's part of the schedule. Notre, Dame, Notre Dame opens uh, with AM. Yes. 
Uh, Mike Elko obviously has left Duke to coach at A&M. Riley Leonard appears to be destined for Notre Dame. You then have others. Will Howard, the Kansas State quarterback. We haven't talked about him. He's in the portal. Tyler Van Dyke, the Miami uh, quarterback, he's in the portal. Uh, Grayson part-time McC- Miami quarterback. Gra- part-time. Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina, he's in the portal. I guess he finally graduated. Um, what uh, What do you make of the portal action this year? So Riley Leonard is interesting to me because he's obviously an elite runner. His passing leaves a lot to be desi- desired. I've always wondered, though, how much of it is, like, who's he throwing to? Like, it, right. if he's got better guys around him, does his completion percentage improve? If he's throwing to open guys, does his completion percentage improve? I think it makes a lot of sense at Notre Dame because if you're Notre Dame, like, feels to me your best path is, like, physical, run the ball, and, like, I think he, he helps you in that. Will Howard's a little interesting to me because I think that was also a signal of they're turning to the freshman next year. Right. And that's that's their highest rated quarterback they've ever gotten and you know he's a good productive solid player. I saw KJ Jefferson the yep. South Carolina's rumored to be the the front runner. That didn't make a ton of sense to me just because it's not really kind of the offense Shane wants to run, but I guess if you're Shane you sit there and go, I'm not going to get the offensive line fixed. Give me a quarterback that can get out of it. You know? So you hear people complaining about NIL, fans complaining about NIL this time of year mm. as it happens all the t- whatever. Um, it 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 <laughs> coaches and and tra- coaches and fans and whatever else. I thought the point you were making yesterday was really interesting, though. If you look at the NFL, how much do coaches get paid relative to the players? Right, and, and again, I I don't know the exact numbers, but my guess is yeah. it's about eighty twenty in terms of players yes. to yes. yes, the players get almost all the money. Here's what happens in this institution: television money comes pouring in. Right, that's where the, well, the owners get most of the money. Right, right. That's where the mon- That's where the money money come. It comes pouring in. Half of that money then goes to the owners, right, and then half that money basically goes goes to uh to 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 other stuff basically, and most of that money is spent on the players because the players are will win you games. Right. Like, like with all due oh, respect. And they have it, a union. <laughs> I, can, I can say this from personal experience. It's not Sean McDermott that wins the Bills games. No. It's Josh Allen that wins the Bills games. So he gets the money, right? Yes. You can complain all you want about whatever we think the going rate is for sure. a quarterback in college football, which is what a million dollars. What do we think it is? Five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I think a, a, I think an average an average. Not a good. An average SEC starter probably makes around five or six hundred grand. Let me ask you this: Who is more important? Now they're linked, and so sure. so this doesn't whatever. Who is more important to the winning games for the Tigers next year? Ryan Silverfield or Seth Hennigan? Seth Hennigan, and it's now, not even close. Because if Ryan left, sure. I suspect Seth would leave, right, and but that but, is but whatever. So why in the world you can complain about? Let's say Seth is getting two hundred thousand dollars. You're like, oh my god, I can't believe Seth, a quarterback in Memphis, is getting two hundred thousand dollars. I used to play for a scholarship. Yeah. He's getting two hundred thousand dollars. What's Ryan getting? What is he? One point nine. One point nine million dollars. Yeah. Or you look at any head coach at any play. What is what is Nick Saban getting these days? I mean, he's incredibly important to that. I mean, program. nine and a half. Maybe. But what t- is, I, mean, I don't what know. Is, he's incredibly important to that program. Go to what is Mike Elko going to get? Mike, seven, I think. Yeah, Mike, seven million dollars. What well, matters more, the players? In fact, I think you could make a real argument that if you're, the problem is, is you can't use that. 
you can't use university money. Exactly. You're not allowed to use university money to pay the players. So the weird thing is you've got to go raise that money separately. But if the SEC, if you really were, were saying who's winning you games, what you would do is you would take that television money yep. and you would say, all right, we're going to use, screw the coach. We'll give him a million dollars. That's a good living. We're going to have the best paid roster in the, in the, in the conference. Like think about Clemson last year. So Clemson, they have all the offensive problems. They go and they hire Garrett Riley. And I paid him, I don't know, over $2 million. You know what you probably should have done, but you can't? Use that $2 million and go buy some receivers. Right, and the, and, 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 and the reason you quote-unquote can't Correct. isn't because there's some law in America that says you can't. It's because the rules that the people who run college football who benefit from college football and get all the money, they say you can't. Correct. So it is just like once upon a time, um, it was like, well, players can't, players are amateurs. They're, they're amateurs. Student athletes. Why are they? Yeah. But but why are they amateurs? They're amateurs because you call them amateurs. Like it was, it was, it would be as if the the NFL said, uh, no, our players are amateurs because they're a lot cheaper if we call them amateurs. We will call them independent contractors. They're amateurs. So, so, and now it's like, well, we, we can't use the TV money to pay them. Why not? Because we made rules that say we can't use the TV money to pay them. So you got to, the boosters then have to contribute that money. Um, instead of the NIL money. But I do think if you look at that, the, in, the, the improper distribution of money in college sports is that the coaches get too much, and honestly, the facilities get too much. Nicer facilities in college than you have in the NFL. 100%. So the facilities get too much, and the coaches get too much, and the players get too little. Yeah. Now, the question that I had is, how far are we from actually addressing that? It's it gets it's extraordinarily complicated. I mean, it doesn't. We I've not seen a path where I go. I think that'll work because right now it seems like everyone is throwing their hat into the congressional. That it's like I just don't believe in that. Last uh, last thing, and we just I bring this up only because we haven't discussed it. Okay, um, we haven't said anything about Josh Giddy. Yes, twenty one years old. Uh, rumored or reportedly or whatever uh, had a relationship, a sexual relationship with someone who is underage. The NBA is looking into it. Um, the California jurisdiction where she lives also looking into it, but TMZ yeah, has reported... Uh, I think it's Newport. Yeah, it's Newport. Has reported... TMZ Newport, has reported that the family, uh, the, the young woman and the family are not cooperating... Um, and so the question is, why is the NBA allowing him to play? And how do we compare this to the, to the major league baseball situation where Wonder Franco is, um, is, he has been, he's on, uh, whatever their version leave, of the exact li- whatever yeah. leave, he's yeah. on paid leave. Wonder Franco is on paid leave. Um, he's 22 and reportedly had relationships with underage women. Yeah, I think the right. one with Frank, it also appeared, A, Franco's appeared to be cut and dry, and I think it was multiple instances. It seems to me with Giddy, the issue... You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.